I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. One is Mark and John's the co-host. They're alive. They are not ghosts. It's five cold screams. It's five cold screams. It's a nightmare, not a dream. Five cold screams. It's five cold screams. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. And oh my goodness, our guest this week. Uh, you know her. She's a writer on Comedy Bang Bang. You're the worst. An upcoming Briar Patch. Look for it January 2020 on USA. It's Eva Anderson. Yay. Hey, guys. Welcome to our fourth episode of Five Cold Screams. We're doing horror movies Ooh. all month long. Getting the spooky so spirit. Yep. Um, you're a... <laughs> World traveler, is that safe to say? <laughs> yes. You have traveled the world. I've traveled parts of the world. What is like the scariest, like real place you've ever been to? Chernobyl. Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went before it was cool to go. Yeah, oh, sure, sure. I now went in 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was no Craig Mazin hadn't made it all like hep yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the abandoned city of Pripyat, where people left within like 30 minutes and never came back and it's got like that ferris wheel oh god and at one point they just let us loose inside a school and we had like an hour to explore the children's school and there were just like piles of little kid the gas masks is this fun you guys i don't know <laughs> this is amazing <laughs> um so wait is there any danger of visiting there that you will get like they they claim that like it's as much radiation as it, you get flying to that oh, part like, of the world. But okay. we threw away all of our clothes and shoes and everything <laughs> that we can like. You also have to sign this very long release saying all the things you won't do while you're in the zone, which is like you like won't what? eat you won't eat anything on off of a bush. You won't pet a dog, which is crazy because there's dogs everywhere and they're very cute. <laughs> there's um, like all these dogs that you can't pet. Yeah, they're like street dogs. There's also super wolves, radioactive super wolves. Super wolves. But we didn't so, see any of those. There's giant catfish. They fight the ninja turtles. <laughs> I fed a g- granola bar to a catfish that was like really, really long and big. A granola and, bar to a catfish. Yeah, I, didn't I think just they threw it into bite. the river and I ate it. Oh my god, it was huge. <laughs> these have got to be like tough animals. Though. Yeah. They're like resilient. Like the first, they survived they, Chernobyl. <laughs> the first round of post Chernobyl animals did have mutations, but then they all died off. So the animals now look normal, but okay. they are in many cases immune to radiation. Or, wow. but, but covered in radioactive dust, which is why you can't pet them. And you huh. also can't bring anything back in your pockets, which is like tempting because there's like broken dolls everywhere and stuff. <laughs> oh my God. But if you do, they run you- on the nose, Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's very on the nose. They check you with like a uh, radiation meter when you leave the zone and uh. they know if you have something in your pocket. That's basically to be like, take that out of your pocket. Take that, do- oh, that wow. doll head out of your pocket. <laughs> um, 
You also get the feeling that some of the broken dolls were like staged. Yeah, like they I'm go sure. in and lay them around in the yeah, in the yeah. kindergarten or whatever. Well, you go to Chernobyl, you expect Chernobyl. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it has to look a certain way. So that's my answer. That's a good wow. one. Yeah. Uh, the scariest place I've ever been. I don't know that. I mean, I guess I once worked at a theater that was haunted. Where? Uh, on Long Island. Ooh. Yeah, and so the place I the room I stayed in, I did uh, have a thing where I got visited. I thought. I didn't know it was haunted And one night I had uh, woke up And it felt like Someone was kneeling on my chest And like their face Was in my face Trying to like Steal my breath And I found out later That that was uh, That building used to be uh, A spot on the Underground Railroad And people would like Hide there And some angry villagers Found out about it And set it on fire <laughs> And so a lot of people Who sit in that room Have that experience Have that dreamlike experience Of someone like Kneeling on their chest Trying to steal their breath Is this fun yet guys? Which I don't know <laughs> It does exactly mirror sleep paralysis So I understand if people are skeptical about that I'm just saying that's how it felt <laughs> I mean, to me that's a big butt <laughs> Sure What about you? Um, I don't believe in ghosts or the supernatural <laughs> So, But there have been like rooms I went to a friend's be- mother's beach house once And we went upstairs We got there like very late At like 10, 11 at night We went upstairs It was like an old house Every All the couches were still from the 70s and stuff And we went to the upstairs like bonus room And just walking in there You knew like this room doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I didn't, there was no, no the only light was from the hallway. So sometimes that, that lighting is always eerie to me when there's like indirect lighting from another room. Um, <laughs> something about it is eerie to atmosphere gets me. Sure. That's sure. what I'm saying. So that just felt off to me. So that was like a pretty creepy place. And I also found in Ireland once we saw, found one to an abandoned house and there was like a huge anthill in the middle of a living room. That's horrifying. That's that was pretty horrifying. Not supposed to be there. It was like four feet tall. <laughs> Ooh. What? Yeah. Wow. Saw a dead snake in a river once. That was pretty creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you expect to see a dead snake in a river. Was it a water snake? Uh, no, it was just, like a big white snake. So it just fell in the river. No wonder. <laughs> Wait, dumb you saw snake. someone from the band White Snake Dead in a river once. <laughs> uh, Dave Coverdale, what's his name? Uh, Coverdale Page, what's his face? Um, yeah, it's pretty uh, screwed up. I don't like seeing dead things in rivers. That's just me. <laughs> they shouldn't be there. No. Yeah, get out of the river if you're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. you. Float around. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we get into our movie? Let's get into Ava, our movie. You picked. Oh wait, well, John's gonna introduce it. Yes. For us. So, I keep forgetting. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, where is it? Where is it? Uh, you picked the movie Sleepaway Camp. Yes. Sleepaway Camp, which came out in 1983, written and directed by Robert Hiltzik, with a budget of $350,000. And it tells the story of Angela Baker, a traumatized and very shy young girl who was sent to summer camp with her cousin. Shortly after her arrival, anyone with sinister or less than honorable intentions gets their comeuppance. Ooh. Thank you, IMDb. Thank you. <laughs> so, Eva, when we asked you to pick a horror movie, why Sleepaway Camp? Well, Sleepaway Camp is very close to my heart. I think someone pointed it, like, told me to watch it when I was in high school. And mm-hmm. the, it was rumored, it, it was back, you know, we had to, like, go to the video store, get the movie. Yeah. Sure. But people said it was super scary, and that's why I should watch it. <laughs> super scary. But it, and so I will say there are moments in Sleepaway Camp that, that flail around and become scary. Like, the final image is quite scary. It's striking. Sure. Iconic, I would say. Yes. But overall, like, it's, I think of Sleepaway Camp as a piece of outsider art. Yes. It's almost like a, like, is it Henry Darger? Like a, like a, or whatever. Like one of those painting painters <laughs> sure. that like lives out in the woods and paints like weird little dolls or something. Daniel Johnston's music. Daniel Johnston, yeah. 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 <laughs> I think of Robert Hiltzik as just like some sort of instinctive monster artist that where he just threw everything on the screen and you don't understand. It's like a, it's like trying to decipher a, a puzzle right. what he meant to do like what was his intention versus the outcome i also right. have a little bit of experience with the movie personally oh. okay so I, I was very like obsessed with uh with the movie and i and i kind of got really i had like a big sleepaway camp poster in college i would show it to everybody <laughs> and so when i was in college um at usc one summer a bunch of my friends uh had these like theater uh, internships and my so two of my friends were working on the Young Playwrights Festival mm-hmm. and they invited me to come see their show. And I was like looking at the little flyer for the show and I realized that the owner of the theater was Chris Collet, who played Paul in Sleepaway Camp. And so I went to the show <laughs> with the intention of like finding him as a middle-aged man now. Sure. Paul is Angela's boyfriend. 
Right. Mm-hmm. So I was sitting in the theater and I was like turning around. I was looking for him. I was like, well, I recognize him as a man. And it was weird because it was like, because it was this, this young playwrights festival, a lot of celebrities were there. So right behind me was Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Geller. And every time I turned around, Freddie Prince Jr. would sort of like smugly like head check me. Like I was <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah, it's me. Yeah, it's me. Which is a, a side note. A week earlier, I'd been walking around USC on a side street, and I heard someone right behind me. I turned around, and it was Freddie Prince Jr., and he gave me the same look. So this has happened twice in one uh, week. Freddie Prince Jr. has been dead for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> but this happened twice in one week, and then never happened again for Whoa. the rest of my life, where Freddie Prince Jr. just like smir- sm- like smirked at me. Yeah, be nicer to spread it out through your life. <laughs> yeah. You know, twice in a week. So I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, and I finally spot Chris Collet. Mm by the he's running the camera and my heart just like all the blood goes out of my body and i get so excited and so then how did he look he looked great he Uh looked just like paul but a man yeah great (laughs) i side note i think he's one of the only actors that had a career post he was in some movies yeah Yeah, he's in a movie with sean penn he like actually did some stuff right so anyway after the move after the play I went up to him and I was like, you're Paul from Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> and he said, I don't like to talk about that. Like immediately. What? He just shut me down. He's like, I don't like to talk about that. I was like, oh, okay. But then he got drunk. And he, <gasps> and he loved to talk me, about it. And he told me that they gave him his head. Like his oh, severed head. Very cool. Yeah. And he said, the he other didn't actors. didn't want to talk about that? He's like, the other, what he said was the other actors were weird. And yeah. he didn't, yeah. <laughs> and that they kept wanting to do a reunion or something. He didn't want to do that. This was also like ninety nine. Yeah, like um, now he'd say sure. Yeah. The other thing is, I bought like the the DVD with the commentary. I did listen to the commentary, which was Robert Hiltzik and yes. Lisa Rose. Okay. So I. Which was so inconclusive and had no information. <laughs> I listened to half of it last night. So really? you got to the part where the aunt comes in yeah and they just go oh it's her yeah they don't <laughs> no, ever say she's the weirdest making the craziest choices you've ever seen in your life he just goes oh remember <laughs> oh, her there she is she's pretty much like that yeah so, that's it who is she where'd she come from what's she like yeah why did she why did they let her do that why did she yeah. do that why did you put her in this movie <laughs> but then also thank god they did that's an it's an amazing it's an amazing one more thing it's just one more thing it's just one, one more, more one, wonderful cherry thing. on top You're right um yeah i the one thing i know is like robert hilsick cast he never made a movie movie before and he cast people from his jewish community center to play all the roles okay so i assume it's a lot of non-actors uh i think that's pretty clear yeah <laughs> the guy who plays mel is an actor yes other oh, than yeah. that it, you're basically <laughs> flying blind everyone just bringing their like raw humanity to these parts yeah, yeah. playing the one note yeah and the one note sometimes is just madness <laughs> but a lot of times it does work in the movie like the because they cast like actual like teenagers yeah to be teenagers. To it. it's like right, the yeah. rare like usually friday the 13th movies or all these other slashers they're like clearly people in their, in their 20s, 20s but these feel like real there's actual children and actual children die in this too like it's oh, pretty yeah. brutal like it's not gory or like suspenseful in any way yes. but like the kill once it like starts ramping up towards the end like the kills are pretty good pretty good yeah. kills that first one with the the uh, racist pedophile cook. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty solid kill. Oh, man. He screams for so long. Had you ever seen the movie before? Yes. Mark showed it to me maybe a year, a year maybe ago, two years ago. A year ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. we've all seen it before. So, yes. I've seen it multiple times. I have mm-hmm. it on DVD. Okay. Um, I. It's also this director is the only... he After this movie, he went into law and was like a successful lawyer. And then he made the sequel. And then that's pretty much There's it. There's a sequel? There's a whole franchise. I had no idea. There's like four of them. I've never watched the other ones. I've only seen part. There's a good one in part two or three where Angela Bear. A uh, spoiler. We can spoil this. Yeah, I think it's yeah. fine. Uh, Angela's <laughs> killer. Um, <laughs> she uh, buries a guy up to his head in like the dirt, and, gra- and then she runs a lawnmower over his head. Okay. I love it. It's pretty great. Also, this movie <laughs> was the number one movie in America. Can you imagine a simpler time? Yeah, because uh. if people just wanted more Friday the 13th, they needed it. They needed kills, and they were just mm-hmm. like, can you imagine just a, the- a slasher, theater? weird slasher a movie? Th- yeah. theater full of people seeing that for uh, just uh, out Perfect. of context, just being like, this is a movie, we're watching this now, <laughs> with their popcorn on their date, just watching that entire baseball game beginning to end. Right. 
<laughs> so much of that baseball Explaining game. So much. The part where they explain all the rules to capture the flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if you watch this movie, you could learn you could You could run a summer camp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it contains so much information <laughs> that you need. Full pranks beginning to end against Mozart. Yep. And in the commentary, he says the director makes a point to say there were no deleted scenes. If I wrote it, we shot it because that we had no money. So I was like, but you included an entire baseball game with the dissolve to show that time has passed and we're still playing baseball. <laughs> oh but they're also God. like somehow that adds to the enjoyment of the movie because it is such like an idiosyncratic. Doesn't feel like any other slasher. It's never like. It I guess it is super sleazy, but you never feel like bad for any of the women in it. No, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> they have Angela. agency. Except well, yeah, Angela. sure. Yes. Yeah, Judy and Meg definitely have it coming. Uh, Judy <laughs> is one of the best movie mean girls in the slasher genre or any movie genre I've ever seen. She I, is a yeah. live wire, Absolutely. ready to explode at any second. I just want to know more about that actress and like what what parts did she play in? Like, what did she turn plays? down? Yeah, yeah. The way she uses her mouth She's like She's like a 45 year old woman like, Filled with rage Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <And> that, <laughs> So much anger Immediately but I thought Meg was Meg was her equal Meg was like a very good like My favorite when she was like I'm Meg M-E-G <laughs> they, they zoom <laughs> in on her just for that And spell her name And, and the weird that, like, that we just are like All on board with Meg fucking Mel Yeah And Mel's like that a 60 year old man yeah. Chomping cigars And Meg's yeah. like a hot girl In her young 20s Well I'm gonna go see Mel And everyone one's like cool <laughs> yeah what world is and he, like, this even goes out he's like uh, i'm supposed to fuck meg tonight you guys know where she went basically oh man <laughs> and then and then he's when, when meg dies he's like not you meg like she's the love of his life yeah i thought they were just like boning or something it was oh, very god uh, it's <gasps> there's so wild. much there's people that just come in for one scene and it's the greatest scene you've ever seen. Like the doctor <laughs> that describes what happened to the burned cook oh, and yeah. keeps like doing these side things where he's like, God damn, every, every nerve in his body must be on fire right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's fantastic. Well, and it's also like 87 minutes, this thing. You yeah. are in and out. That's why there's no deleted scenes and that's yeah. why there's a full baseball game. Yeah. Otherwise you have it's to a fill 45 out. minute it, movie. It, it needs to, to like qualify as a movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> with the credits. It could be a lean 52 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what did you think, John, seeing it for the second time? Uh, I thought it was great. I was maybe I just had this other, like the opening to me was like an overture. Like it was like two and a half minutes of just like weird music playing, oh, like, like showing the, sounds the whole of the campers. And then, like the oh. sounds of the camper. I had this like very the nice echoing the the bunks yelling at each other yes, during exactly. lunch. Yep. It had all of that. Then we have that first. I don't know. I was like, this could be a musical. Like the characters are like two dimensional enough that if you add songs to it, it works. That would be great. Uh, It also starts the very first thing you see is a title card that says in fond memory of mom, a doer. Oh, I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) It's like such a different era. Cause I remember the newspapers used to like profile doers, like local doers, which are just people who do things. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, what a weird. Well, that's mom. She did things. Do you think Hiltzik's mom died and he's like, I got, she was a doer. She I promised myself I'm going to make her. this movie. I'm going to do it. I, the summer, like, the Jewish community center said they would give me some kids. I got the <laughs> right. summer camp. I have this camp for three weeks. I could film it. <laughs> I can't think too much about what I put him on screen because it's like, <laughs> yeah. I just got to do just it. Gotta go. You just got to go. Gotta it, do. If, if I think it, it's just there. And then the logo, I really, it's like American Eagle Productions, but the logo, I really looked at it this time. Sure. It's an actual, it's like a, patriotic looking eagle like you would find on like a dollar bill or something mm. but it's like literally directing from behind a camera oh, which wow. i thought was very funny oh that's okay. awesome i'll share it online <laughs> <laughs> um i love this movie it is like probably pretty problematic in a lot of ways a- absolutely because the sure. final twist is revealed we can say that who we thought was angela is actually peter mm-hmm. peter was Sister and father were killed. He was raised by Aunt Martha. She always wanted a girl, so she forced Peter to become Angela. And then ever since, whenever Angela's secret is threatened, that's when she kills people, essentially. Yeah. That's why she doesn't go in the water. She doesn't shower right. with the other girls. Whenever someone wants to get close to her. Yeah, she panics. She pushes them away. Um, poor Angela. Poor Angela. And True icon. For a third of the movie she doesn't speak and seems like the most like deeply traumatized <laughs> she doesn't even blink like that's the thing that i started watching is like how lo- like this she the number of times she blinks in the entire movie has got to be only 
10 she because like i started to notice it and i would just stare at her but then also like in trying to stare to make sure that someone's not blinking you can't blink so i became crazy like her that's the power of angela (laughs) but she really doesn't blink i think that would be an interesting next time you try to watch it try to only blink when angela blinks and you will it will do something to your experience of life she kills people for different reasons like she kills the and for instance the cook for being a pedophile right, right. calling That's the girls baldies yeah, and yeah. really tries to get her in like in the storeroom this is where i come from we call them baldies makes where your mouth do you wa- come yeah. from <laughs> epstein's ranch <laughs> there we go makes your mouth Topical. water Ugh. um yeah he's that guy's fantastic and then uh but she also like kills someone else for throwing a water balloon at her right <laughs> which is fair or is it a general bully just a general <laughs> yeah. bully. like she had standards start to slip as the movie goes on yeah we're the one guy going like hey angela how come you're so fucked up <laughs> then he dies <laughs> which he gets is drowned. pretty rude yeah <laughs> yeah people are rude but i mean and she yeah. kills judy and meg judy and meg are the, are the meanest and they do have they it have coming. the most yeah. brutal deaths i would say yes and to well, at least one of them is the most fun Yes. The most yeah. fun weapon. <laughs> yes. Meg, we'll get to that. We have a category, have a category just for, for that. that. Don't I know. You worry. Okay. Meg is singing while she dies, singing a tuneless, humming a, a <laughs> tune with no melody, which is a fun way to die. Somehow getting stabbed like through the back, through like a fiberglass wall, and then like yeah. having it dragged down, but like getting caught on it is like so upsetting. Yeah, it's a good, it's good. It's grisly. There's it's- like three really good deaths in a row. Yeah. There's mm. Judy, Meg, Mel. Mel's death is fantastic. What's Mel's again? Arrow oh, through the yeah, throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. And I can't oh, even figure great. out how they did it. It's a great gag. I think it's a stop motion, right? They froze and then you they froze and came you in think and Mel added an arrow. Stand still long enough for a stop I, motion. You I, was I dying to... when they were filming this. He didn't tell anybody he was dying. dying. What do you mean? Mel, the actor, was dying. Of like, he had like cancer. Didn't tell anybody. It's his last movie. All those cigars he was smoking. It was his last film. Yeah, I bought a folk record. Of his at that little records yeah. that bookstore next uh-huh. to UCB Franklin, I bought a. He put out a folk record. How is it? I didn't have a record player, <laughs> I just, but I had to buy it. I mean, how do you know? Fair. Great. Well, let's get into the score. Get into As it? you know, we are looking for the. Or maybe you don't know. We um, are looking. You do know. I do okay, know. But, but go on. Okay. <laughs> we are looking for the gayest movie ever, and we have a scoring system and with multiple categories. And at the end, you will be adding a category after which it will become, become canon. canon. And then Fantastic. we will score every movie there for after. Let me do a quick recap of the standings. Um, number one, still Muppets Take Manhattan with only a six. <laughs> 66.17. I think it can be beaten. Where's our Mama Mia's? Where's our Showgirls? Where's anything? Yeah. Number two, 9 to 5, 58.94. Okay. Number three, Beetlejuice, 53.75. Number four, Scream, 51.95. Mm-hmm. And number five, Berserk, 49.60. Ooh. So, mm-hmm. And then also Tourist Trap, the other movie in our five cold screams, is eight with 43.72. Okay. So that's what you're playing with here. <laughs> okay. All right, let's see. We'll see if you can do it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know either. The only way out is through. The only way. So, our first category homoeroticism on a scale of zero to 100. How homoerotic is Sleepaway Camp? I say it's wildly homoerotic. <laughs> it's pretty a lot of so many one, short shorts. That's one guy. What is that? Ronnie. Ronnie. Who's, I mean, you he, can just see his penis. You can. When you he's can in all, the lunchroom. Visible uh, penis the line. Visible testicle line. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wild. And there's just like a lot of, and I know it's the fashion of the time, but the amount of like shirtless guys with little shorts or like in little belly shirts. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. The, the, the half belly. That's crazy that that phase, that craze ever I feel like it was happened. only like Gorgeous two or three years. Too, it was very short. Shockingly beautiful right. kids like, that end up in those they things. Look great. <laughs> and they they're adult enough that I can say that. They're Absolutely. not the they're not, not the Rickies. Right. They're the they're the borderline too old to be a the Jeepers camp. Creepers <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. situation. No. These are like the yeah, these are the counselors who the like you should says, have been gone a couple years ago. A guy who says I gotta take a wicked dump and then dies of bees. Yeah. He, <laughs> what an arc. He's just mostly <laughs> naked for like the whole Yeah. Thing. And you never see I don't think you ever see a breast in this movie. A woman's breast, anyway. No. I think all, none of the women true. are ever well, sexualized. Does Mel, does Meg, Meg die? You see her boobs when she dies? I don't I think, think so. She's showering, but I think her it's arms all... are always sort of like... Yeah. yeah. It's, mostly a, it's mostly like a shoulder up shot. I think it's 
uh, I wrote a review or just a piece of an essay about it that <laughs> called it, referred to its homoerotic overtones. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I think, I think they're not undertones. I think they're, it's just out there. They're tones. Right. At least. It's a tone. <laughs> it has a tone. So what would you score it then, Anna? 90, 95. 95. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go 95, but I think I'll give it a, I wanted like a, to be truly homoerotic. I want a little bit more like a, a slow taking the shirt off kind of moment, or yeah. like a slower well, there coming is out of the water. Skinny dip. That's true. They do take That's off their true. shirts. There's a lot of them. Unbutton a few. I'll top give buttons. it an eighty-five. Eighty-five. This is pretty goddamn homer. I mean, this short situation is and out his of control. thighs are like a He-Man action figure. But there's like a few different guys wearing short, like these crazy running shorts. I don't know yeah. what they are. Yeah, the guy who's the pitcher in the baseball game is wearing a. Re- a, a shockingly <laughs> weird outfit yeah just don't bother with the shirt at that point yeah what are you just covering your nipples for at this point we've all seen nipples um i gotta give it an 80 i'm gonna give it an 80 it's pretty goddamn homoerotic it's i'm say it's about as homo the same score i gave uh talented mr ripley okay, okay. all right also- i think what put would have put it up like a jock strip <laughs> and it would have been in keeping with the theme. Yeah, sure. sure. It, would been, it wouldn't have felt too um, out of place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gratuitous. So that gives it an average of eighty six point sixty seven. Okay, this is currently our number one most homoerotic movie. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right. Good. We got that. Hiltzik <laughs> didn't else. know he was doing it. That's my theory. It's like he didn't know what he was doing. He I don't just, think so either. He was just making the movie there's as fast as he could. There's something very um, the room about it. Yeah. It's genuine. It's yeah, like, it's from the heart. Yeah. That's what I mean when I say outsider art. It's just like, there's no judgment. There's no, like, he's not running through any sort of societal filter. There's no postmodernism. There's no irony to it. No, this isn't uh, uh, Poison by Todd Haynes. This is like, <laughs> it's not a commentary on a commentary. It's not even a scream. Yeah. No. All right. Next category. Actual gay characters. Zero to 100. There's the dads. There are the dads. Oh, that's right. The dads. And you see them in bed together. That's true. And it's very tender and loving. Yeah, that's it is true. the only uh, representation of like a positive sexual relationship in the movie. <laughs> that's Even right. though it, it, there are two kids pointing and laughing 11, at them. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking it's about all it. problematic. <laughs> but wouldn't it be weirder? I think it would be weirder if, because they're little kids, I think it's natural for them to like giggle at people in yeah, bed together. Yeah, of course. Together. Like if you saw your mom and dad, you would probably giggle. It would be weird weirder too. if the kids were like, that's wonderful. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but they're like holding each other and it's a very it's tender they're, they're in love that's true yeah. Yeah. yeah so they're the only actual gay characters I believe the, yeah. the ones that self-identify yeah, yeah I think so what about so. Mozart are we any I don't, I don't think know. so what about the aunt Aunt Martha, she had a. She was married. She's a doctor. That's how she faked the <laughs> oh, the physical. The physical because <laughs> it's all laid out. Yeah, yeah. They let you know really early off. That Imagine Aunt Martha's your doctor. Where's that deleted scene? <laughs> God, she's incredible. Oh, I forgot to send in your prescriptions. Even though they know I am a doctor, <laughs> she's in her own world. No, so that what, wouldn't do. <laughs> that wouldn't do at all. She's a nut. Uh, actual gay characters. What are you going to give on a um, score? No, fifty. Fifty. Yeah, this is a tough one because it's like they're there. They are there. I'll give it a. I'll give it a forty. Forty. Only five points more than he gave Berserk, which had no actual gay people in it. <laughs> she loves to use my past scores as a weapon against me. It's not a weapon. It's just a reference. Uh huh. Sure. Uh, there's no judgment involved. Oh, just, there's uh, no judgment at all. Just uh, nope, no bit. Nope. The facts are there. The facts sure. are there. Facts are facts. Uh, I'm going to give it a fifty as well. Okay. Because they also set the whole uh, movie in motion in a way. Yeah. The death mm-hmm. of a gay family mm. prevent creates what terror. To the. <sighs> The, I guess he wasn't like the father, no, the one who like lived on the shore. Who goes, John? John. <laughs> Why isn't he raising Angela? Maybe they had only been together a couple years or something. Because mm-hmm. also, where's the mother of Angela, uh, Peter, mm-hmm. and his sister? You know? No. Also, shout out to that water skier losing her mind. Oh my god, she's fantastic. She's fantastic. So, like she couldn't even she couldn't let go. It's for like, some I, reason, like her hands were glued to that thing. She couldn't be like, oh no. There's a scene. That's how like the whole starts of the movie off. The, a bunch of people die when an out of control speedboat decapitates someone essentially. Yeah. But the water skier is like, so funny to me to see someone terrorized while water skiing. <laughs> also, yeah, that it's, it's clearly filmed. Half of that scene's filmed in a pool. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, once they get in the water, they're in a pool. It's like cutting between all just different locations. <laughs> it's great. It's great. 
Uh, all right, next category: camp factor, zero to a hundred. How campy is sleepaway? Oh, camp? I find it extremely campy. I would love to. How do you define camp? Oh, I would love to hear your take. <laughs> oh, well, actually, I'm, I'm now I'm taking it back. It's camp because because camp has to be self aware, right? Not always. I don't think so really, it could be I unintentionally. Think- like you wouldn't have mommy dearest. You're gonna say that's not campy. Yeah. Okay. Unintentional camp. Um, yeah, like, uh, it's arch, like it's, uh, yeah, like, uh, for instance, like just Judy's performance, I feel uh, like is, ex- mm-hmm. is high. How do you say that's not camp? High camp. Aunt Martha. And Aunt Martha. Yeah. Those two are like, uh, yeah, there's like a, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not good at defining camp. How do you guys define camp? It's tough. Um, we had a good definition. We had a good definition. Uh, pull it up, pull it up. Pull it up. Yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah, this was sent to us from Jeff Hiller. Okay. Uh, here we go. Here we go. The whole, well, this is, um, the whole point of camp is to dethrone the serious. Camp is playful, mm-hmm. anti-serious. More precisely, camp involves a new, more complex relation to the serious. One can be serious about the frivolous, frivolous about the serious. Okay. I don't know if that helps, yeah. but I think, um, for me, there's always like a sense of like a, a, a disproportionate like passion about something. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like, like, yeah, like that, the, like the young girl just being like so horrible. Like to me, there's something about that. Like that is just camp. Like there's no one, there's no one who's like, what are you looking at, bitch? Like immediately like that. <laughs> yeah. or like, fuck you, weirdo. Like that's that, that it's almost like a John Waters performance and not a John Waters movie. Yeah. Playing so, to the rafters. Yeah, yeah. There's something about that. Okay. So for those for Aunt Martha and Judy, I will give it like a like a seventy five. Seventy five. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go even higher because I also love that like like all the stuff in the actual Sleepaway Camp. It like feels like a movie, but then all that other <laughs> stuff with like the ad feels like oh we're filming like a a play in a black like that feels like like great performances. Oh yeah. Um, I went to uh uh my fiance's family is lives in San Anselmo. That was a. Uh, but I completely blanked. Oh, it was called Homes for the Holidays. Perfect. And it it was oh. it felt like the kind of thing that Aunt Martha would be in, like uh, like yeah. you know, uh, mm-hmm. just a weird whodunit, <laughs> like in a black box theater in a barn in like a small town. Perfect. Great. It was. We had a good yeah. time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but those scenes feel like that to me. Yeah, Homes for the Holidays. Yeah, <laughs> Homes for the Holiday, <laughs> uh, which I think is super campy. So I'm going to give it a ninety. Ninety. Wow, pretty high, John. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I think this is. Uh, I think this is pretty goddamn campy. Um, I give it a eighty-five. All right. I mean, Aunt Martha alone. I've never not thought about her. <laughs> She'll get in your brain. You I'm said when I was texting with you, you said her. it might be the greatest performance of all time in any so. in any film. <laughs> okay, interesting. Interesting. Well, Let's unpack brings, this. Well, it's totally unique. You never yes. have any she does seem like a lunatic who would do this scheme that she does. Mm-hmm. Um it's so wild. You just raises lots of questions but you're also never not watching her. Yeah. Um, she's utterly compelling. Better in small doses. I mean, she's helped by it's just yeah, a supporting she was role. Yeah, it would she's be in like one in okay, one half done. scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think she's better than uh, like uh, Jason Voorhees's mom. Oh yeah, I wish she yeah. was Jason Voorhees's mom. There we right. go. Mrs. Voorhees is Aunt Martha. She does create a killer in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Makeover montage zero to a hundred. I mean, we don't don't really see it, but we could argue that it's pretty a violative makeover (laughs) that happens in this movie. It's not a montage. That when you flash back to Aunt Martha at the very end, it's leading into a makeover montage we don't see when she goes i always wanted a little girl yes and she's got those bandages but it's one shot i was thinking maybe it dissolves to later in time but it does not making it not a montage i mean okay. there's every if there had been nice girls in the camp there would they would have given angela a makeover but uh, they never did dream. sure uh there is uh it's not a makeover montage, but you could see Judy curl her hair. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's different. That's like the taking off your glasses and, and you now you're a hot librarian. Do you call that a montage? <laughs> taking off your glasses? Make, taking her shower Frog, so she can music fuck happening. Mel. Yeah. I feel like a montage has to be more than just one shot to be uh, a montage. I don't know. Okay, I'll give it 10%. <laughs> 10? There's no makeover montage. Yeah. Wow. You, zero is an option. <laughs> I'm going to give it, uh, I'll give it a two. Two. So that way it gets at least a four. <laughs> 
All right. I've got to give it a zero. There I is no hangover montage. I'm sorry. It's okay. Next category over the top wardrobe. Ooh. Yeah. A 100. 100. <laughs> Just for Ronnie. Okay, sorry. I'll change it. I'll change you it can, to. Uh, you don't let him bully you if you want to give it a word. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say ninety. St- now, which one's Ronnie's the brother cousin? She no, grew up Ronnie with. No, Ronnie is the guy who oh. walks around in the in in the red shorts, shorts, shorts and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are Just crazy. Every outfit he wears is so it's insane. so insane and perfect. Um. Oh, okay. Also, but, uh, Aunt Martha. Aunt Martha's Aunt Martha. clothes are crazy. Um, Some of the other people have crazy. I also thought it was so funny to me that like so many of the boys just wore like button down Oxfords at a sleepaway camp. Oh yeah, there's there's this great moment if you guys are watching it afterwards. <laughs> the group of boys that throw the water balloons. Yes, there's one little. F- fat blonde boy with them who doesn't seem like he should be in their group at all Aww. he seems like maybe he's 10 years old <laughs> they're all like 17 but he clearly just roof. got put in that scene and he also was wearing like a little shirt and mm-hmm. but he he but he then he flips them off he like gets into it <laughs> yeah. but he's just off on the corner you're like what's this kid doing here anyway um okay i'm gonna back off uh give it 80 percent. 80 80 uh I'm going to give it uh, an 85. I think the, 85. the wardrobe for what it is, I think it's really fun. It's very campy. Nice. Some ridiculous, like, oh, yeah, that was the early 80s kind of looks going on. I liked it. Um, I guess for me, like, it doesn't feel that, like, the boys stuff doesn't feel that over the top because it, I remember guys weren't, like, it does feel of the time. Mm-hmm. So at that time, it wasn't over the top, I feel like. Okay. But Aunt Martha, I feel certainly is. So I'm going to give it, but also now looking at it, like, these guys are just like lunatics. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they look Those like half shirts. Come on. Yeah. They look like they're walking thirst traps. Uh, I'm going to give it a 50. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, five points more than tourist trap. Five points less than I gave Berserk. Okay, just for those keeping score at home, which I hope <laughs> nobody is. Oh, I hope someone is. Someone is. Gotta be that sad person. Um, next category: Does it hold up? Mm. Oh, like if they, what you say is if they made it now, would people accept it? I get, we have never really clearly defined. I don't think up, this but- ever held up. You don't think anything ever held up? I don't think this movie ever held up. <laughs> oh, right. Like, the day it so came way, out, like, it, it didn't was, hold it was up. Irrelevant. You're like, well, this wasn't very good. <laughs> well, I mean, like, there are certain elements of it that, like, yes, you could do today. Obviously, there's a thing of, like, well, they'd have cell phones or whatnot. I guess the thing that it's like, oh, like, what is our point of view on, like, the villain and, like, or the, oh. the murderer, let's say, like, does it feel, like, it doesn't... Prob- it's so does it false? What? Like, does anything ring false? I mean, like, it rings false in the way that, like, I feel like a lot of mo- horror movies, especially in, like, the late 70s, early 80s, had to be like, this trauma happened to them as a child, and that's why they're fixated with, like, dressing up like Santa Claus and killing people. Also, the dress to kill, where it's like, yeah, this that's is right. a that was nuts. It's just using, like, yeah. But is like, this, like, are, are we supposed to think that Angela is transgendered? I or? don't think so. I think it's, like, because she was for... It's almost like a case for letting your kids be their gender... Define how they want to do it because by forcing them not to be that, you'll drive them insane. But also, you shouldn't say it's all, it's not clearly, it's just using transgendered or being the wrong, a surprise gender reveal as like a shock. It's not saying anything about it. It's just not saying like it's bad. I mean, like it is horrible that someone who didn't was forced to live their life in an identity that wasn't theirs. Right. But they're not saying that transgender, that transgenderism is wrong. No, but it is. Sh- but they are saying it's but shocking. They're using it, it for is, shock. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, look, a penis. That. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Like literally, the last shot is like a penis. <laughs> yeah, a girl oh, with no a girl. penis. What's <laughs> happening? Like that's more. That's meant to be more shocking than the fact that she just cut off Killed the boy's a bunch head. Of right. Yeah. But then on the other hand, you have like a very, I would say, almost progressive gay couple at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. With the dads. Yeah, which is like mm. so. I've never seen that in like any other slasher film from that right. era. I mean, they are saying Aunt Martha did this yeah um i still think it i just don't think i think if i had seen this the weekend it opened i would have been like this is weird <laughs> like <laughs> yeah so, right. so gonna, like it hasn't changed is what you're saying so in that way you could argue it's in a way up. time it feels like a nice artifact of an era yeah it, it seems more I think at the time you'd be like, this is not what the era I live in. But now you'd be like, ah, oh, the 80s. <laughs> right. Right. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'll give it a 70. 70. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think. I think I'm going to give it an 80. I think like, yeah, 80. what is weird about like, yeah, the fashion doesn't hold up. But like, I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know. It doesn't. It does. It feels more to me like what they're saying is like not uh, uh, that central element to me doesn't bother me. But I'm sure I'm wrong. I'm sure I'm going to get dragged and be told that I'm wrong. But I don't know. I think you will. Great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> educate me. Uh, I'm going to give it a 75. I think it is like wildly problematic, but it is like a. Fun, this movie goes by in 30 seconds it's like that's true it's 84 minutes easy fun watch and it's pretty goddamn unique i knew i when i put it back on to watch it for this i knew every line and i was and i was so happy like i hadn't <laughs> right? seen it probably in like five years so wait oh wait i want to i want to ask you so back when you were before you were saying like in high school people were like oh you need to see this movie and so like you went to a blockbuster and rented it the first time you saw it like what happened were you like was your mind blown were you like well one of my friends had been like it's crazy like so my one of my friends had not just said it's scary right but they were like it's the one my friend josh was like they play an entire baseball game like, <laughs> and so right. i was ready but yeah my mind was completely blown i mean i was also getting into like bad movies at the time sure. so mm. i i put it in the bad movie, movie category right away right um yeah my mind was blown it was like immediately my favorite thing because like you know uh, for me i wasn't allowed to watch slasher movies when i finally got access to slasher movies they're mostly bad like right, right. they're mm-hmm. boring and bad except for the good ones <laughs> but you like you watch prom night after wa- wanting to watch it for like your whole life and it's right. like the worst mm-hmm. right it's like a slog to get through yeah this one's never boring i feel like even like because usually slasher movies are only good when there's like the like, murders happen but this one is always pretty watchable yeah. And, yeah there's always something happening yeah there's always there's a ton of characters in this movie too yeah. i think that has something it to really do with does that. feel like a yeah. camp of like with real kids and like it feels mm-hmm. like they do a good job of making it feel like you're at an actual summer camp it reminds Mm -hmm. me of wet hot american summer in a lot of ways it feels close to that like i feel like they probably also were doing a little wink to this movie maybe in the original they also use gay as a joke so yeah (laughs) (laughs) true but yeah like the outfits and stuff oh absolutely a little shorts it's an iconic summer camp movie this and meatballs maybe yeah makes sense Next category, drag queen inspiration. <sighs> Can you explain how like, like if you were, mean- this is slash iconic looks? Like if you were a drag queen, like oh, I need to put if together. You saw a- this movie? Would you be like, oh, I, oh, I, I want to do, do a that. look of I that. Do that? Would people have to understand it? I, I think it helps. Like they're, n- I'll tell you, the number one category, number one movie in this category, Beetlejuice. Okay, yes. you know what I mean? Because that's like the that's you like very striking look. Yeah, I don't always think this, but I do think a, a strong element is if you were watching a drag show and someone came out in a thing, would you be like, oh my god, they're doing sleepaway camp? Okay, I think that's tough. I think you, I could do Aunt Martha or Judy, but then. I don't think anyone would understand it. So I'm going to go low. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be that, but like something that you, could you imagine like a drag queen seeing this movie and being like, Oh my God, I want to do it like an, an Aunt Martha look. I think you do an Aunt Martha. You could do like a big fancy bow on the finger, like a big mm-hmm. glittery ribbon, you know, yeah. like a really, but it would have to be a sleepaway camp drag show. Sure. Sure. Would that work, you think? <laughs> maybe it's think like, so. maybe it's your first look in a night of like slasher looks. Okay. Like as part of a as part of a trilogy of I'm looks. just not seeing it. <laughs> it's tough. I think I'm gonna go forty. Okay. Fair enough. I guess they would do like what Aerosmith's dude looks like a lady and nobody yeah, wants that. Like, nobody looks wants that. Nobody like, wants Aerosmith at a drag show. Get out of here. That, that's nobody wants it. If I choose ironically. To, I went to a uh, Eurovision drag show in oh, Iceland. Wow. Whoa. Oh my god! It was great. Okay, and bragging went, much? But they, it was so fun. <laughs> but they, there were kings too. They went both directions. Oh, fun. So sure. I feel like you could do like a uh, Ronnie, definitely. <laughs> or oh my a god! Mel. Yeah. Imagine if you went to a, a someone, some drag king did a Ronnie. Wouldn't you lose your goddamn mind? I would love it. You give them all your all your tip money. <laughs> I think you just have to do like to heighten that. You just do like a collar. Like there are just expose your chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like just wear a collar and sleeves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, John, what do you give me? Uh, I'm going to give it a 50. 50. Um, love you, Aunt Martha, but all that stuff's decidedly off the rack. 35. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Next category, caper music. Oh, there's some good caper there's some music. Good caper music. Like yes. when, like, uh, when the kids knock the dad off the boat. That's caper They're music. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> and I also feel like there's some good caper music, like when, uh, uh, when Paul is sneaking up on Angela. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, There's some good caper music when they're playing Capture the Flag. I think there's more caper music than you think. Yeah, even (laughs) in the boat sequence, the... the 
the uh, the water skiing sequence. There's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, give it a eighty. Eighty. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a seventy-five. A little more conservative. Um, I don't remember. Okay, I'll take your guys' word for it. Seventy-five. <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, okay, great. Next category: teamwork. Well, there's there's a baseball game and there's there, capture the, the flag. Yeah, there's a flag. Baseball game, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, literally the rules of capture the flag explain. The counselors band together at one point. What are we going to do? Right, oh, right, yeah. yeah. And Ronnie tells everyone, "You go do this. You go do this." Or no, Mel does that. Mel does that. Probably um, the guys uh, have a water balloon throwing squad. Mm-hmm. They everyone b- gangs up on Mozart a couple times. Yeah, Judy, and Meg, Judy and Meg are Oh, they're powerful. very much a team. They're very much out to get Angela. Oh, and Angela's mm-hmm. cousin. He well, I forget his Ricky. name. Ricky. Ricky's always sticking up for her, which I thought that was nice. Very yeah. admirable. He likes. I think one could argue he just wanted an excuse to swear. Sure, sure. But uh, but, but he's. You know, oh, we never both. talked about Ricky's cowboy hat. <laughs> There's one scene where it's like they're having a social and whatever function, in. and he walks yeah. in wearing the largest cowboy, and you can tell the actor is like, I think it feels like the actor chose to wear that hat. Just like was like, can I wear this hat? And they were and like, they're like, sure. sure. But also feels, <laughs> but it also feels like that character would do that too. You yeah. know what I mean? His sleeves are rolled up, and he's like, like hey, maybe this then. is my personality. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure, Ricky. Your name is On actually Ricky. Director's commentary: The Felissa Rose asked him, "So why did he wear? What's with the hat?" She asked the director, "I don't know. He needed something to knock off his head." Okay. Oh, I see. Great. Felissa sure. in the commentary seems like she's doing her best to keep things rolling. She's grasping at straws. Um, she seems cool. Yeah. Was she in all the subsequent uh, sleepaway camps? She was. Yeah. I've I uh, looked up her Instagram. Oh yeah. Last night, a lot of like fun mom kind of posts. Oh cool. Oh, God bless her. <laughs> um, teamwork. Uh, eighty-five. Eighty-five. Uh, I will give it uh, I'll give it an 80 80 Um, I would say though The teams fail For the most part So (laughs) I gotta give it a 70 Okay If there was like If it was This is like not I don't think this is the best Propaganda for teamwork It's like Muppets Is it teamwork Right Correct Uh, Next Likely How likely to recommend this To gay people Are you on a scale of 0 to 100 Well You find out someone's gay yeah. The next thing you say is you should watch Sleepaway Camp. I ooh. <laughs> it doesn't have to be that. You could know they're gay, find out they haven't seen Sleepaway Camp, and then decide. This is a weird conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um because it's- of the camp factor, I feel like uh someone could enjoy it. Yeah. But also it's problematic as we've discussed. It is. It's got some weird messaging. Sure. Yeah. Unclear messaging, definitely. So I would have to recommend it with reservations. It depends on the gay. Yeah. Like, it's are you like, already a horror movie nut? Did my nephew just come out to me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, here. Like, no. <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs> Stay away you from sure lakes. this is the life you want to choose? <laughs> um, 70. 70. I'm going to rate it higher because I feel like if I'm talking to someone who's gay and they haven't seen it, I'd be like, oh my God. Like, granted, I'm not going to be like, oh, it's the, you haven't seen Sunset Boulevard or All About Eve. What's wrong with you? But I'd be like, oh, Sleepaway Camp is a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 90. 90. You're equally as likely to recommend this as Berserk. Great. But less likely to recommend Tourist Trap. Uh, uh, Berserk is a great Joan Crawford oh, okay. vehicle and Berserk, I uh, mean, and uh, Tourist Trap is just bananas. Okay, good. Both w- recommend. Good. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this 75. I would. It's a cautious recommendation with a lot of uh, caveats up top. Yeah. How much felt on a one to a hundred? <laughs> Zero to a hundred. Zero to a hundred. Martha's hat and Martha's hat. Martha's hat, I think, has got some yeah. felt going on there. There's some like crafts maybe on the walls. <laughs> it's not felty though. It's not very felty. About ten. Ten. For the hat, for Aunt Martha, I'll give it a twenty. Twenty. That's a lot of weight to the hat. But it's but it's not just like the amount so much as it like the, the, the quality and the impact of yeah, the felt. Sure. I'll give it fifteen. Uh, okay. Next category: facial hair. On zero there's to hundred. There's a the cop has pretty cop good facial has, hair. But the cop's Which facial is, hair is definitely fake. It is absolutely fake. Like uh, just taken out of the package, not even sculpted for his face. Like literally, like put the tape on. Some ways, I want. I won't, but I want to give it negative points. No, for, uh, I want to give it more for that because just the brazenness no. of it. Does the does the 
does the cook have facial hair? I think he does. Oh, he's got like weird, gross, wispy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a facial hair show. I mean, it's a, it's they're all pubescent, prepubescent. Right, they can't Most grow. And Mel could have a mustache, but he didn't feel like oh my having God, a one. Mustache on Mel would have been great. It would have been fantastic. <laughs> There's like uh, mustaches where there could have been one on one of the the dads. There could have been a mustache. That's true. That would have fit right in. Yeah. Five <laughs> for that for that fake uh, straight out of the package mustache. I'm giving it a twenty. Twenty, <laughs> but like I said, I'm no expert. I love his delivery on that yeah. one. <laughs> um, I gotta give it a set. I'm giving it a seven. A seven. I was okay. offended by the fake mustache. Either do it or don't. It's like people who wear like eyeglasses with just clear lenses. Mm. Like, no, I have to wear glasses. You can't just use them as a fashion accessory. That's not right. Fair. But this is just like for a movie and building a character. I just really like. That I know identical like, twins though, and one of them wears those glasses just so you can tell for them that apart. Thing. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it's 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 nice. Want to get a cool tattoo <laughs> on your face? Yeah, you have to just you have to just see from their face. <laughs> yeah. Next category, broken glass, zero to 100. I don't think there's any broken glass. I was looking for it. I didn't see any. I don't and think there's any broken glass. There are a lot of options. Unless the only way you could sort of justify it, which I won't, is if but you plexiglass in the, in the uh, shower, if that was a plexiglass shower that the knife went through, that got broken. It's fiberglass. Or fiberglass. But I, I don't think, I is say. that what we mean by broken glass? Probably not. I feel like. I'm going to be honest. I don't think Robert Hiltzik wanted to buy sugar glass or, or clean up yeah, yeah. glass. Yeah. That's why about, Angela oh wait, just... The only, the only scene I could think of where it might be was in the... Uh, <laughs> The the first the kill of the cook where they have that insanely tall pot that no, they're he just, just like boiling. He just pours it onto himself. Right. He yeah. grabs okay. it and pours it on. I thought there might have been like oh a glass jar on the and, table there, no, but no. They don't break the window to push the um, the, beehive, the in. beehive in. That's true. Yeah, just a screen. This right? is a, a screen. Ugh. It's crazy. They're. It's crazy. It's the lack of broken glass. <laughs> like Angela boy. never yeah, looks like, in a broken mirror once. Right. Ugh. Would have been so poetic. Zero. Zero. John will give it three. <laughs> I'll give it a two. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it a zero. There is Alrighty. no broken glass. John's <clears> just enough. one of those like you heard of internet trolls. Yep, that's me. I'm a real doing. internet troll, making everyone's life miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Next category: the male gaze. M a G A Y Z E. So, how is the camera sexualizing? This is different from homoeroticism because I feel yeah. like this is like the camera, the director intentional. Is, is intentional. Does it have to be like, because uh, I don't know if he knows. Do you think he Talented knows? Mr. Ripley is our high, or no, actually, Toy Soldiers is our high. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But Toy Soldiers is like predatory. Yes. Well, that's intentional. <laughs> but I don't know if this is intentional. I, I feel like it it's just happening. Yeah, it's and like it's no... shot indifferently. Yeah, just shot just from like an instinctive gut place. And it's not being, like I said, it's not being examined yeah, like with I, any sort of like. I don't think he tries to do that to men or women. Like he's not trying to. Right. Like there's no like shot of like here's the hawk or you know it's just like but oh it yeah is they're so weird that all the men it's always shirtless guys always taking off their skitty. It's like constant stream of. Yeah. There's a lot of it, and no hot women really. I mean, ugly, like, ugly women. In <laughs> this like, movie. They're just Shrewish not. They're women. never shot in an attractive. Right. Like, well, they look like actual teenagers from right. the time. But even like Judy, the camera never like like no goes up and down Judy's. Even the main yeah, yeah. scene is pretty much like yeah very conservative. But most of the scenes are just one shot though, like that right. scene where Judy is in a bikini. It's just like the one shot. The well, they whole had time. to save time. They had to shoot a baseball game for two weeks. Right. The <laughs> only thing I will give it is once again that shot of the dads in bed, which true. is that's shot true. objectively as a mm-hmm. tender love scene. That's true. true, true, true. And for that, I will give it. That's a good one. Sixty percent. Sixty. I will give it. Uh, I will give it. Uh, 35 for that 35 same as berserk yep uh i uh that uh yeah i gotta give it a 40 because that one that has that one shot but that's not enough it's interesting because like both meg and judy are objectively attractive yes beautiful women and it's just almost like who knows like like who would ever (laughs) who cares it's a slasher movie we're just irrelevant it doesn't yeah. yeah they don't we are not thinking it it doesn't matter Next category, angry phone hangups. I don't know if there is one. I don't one. think there is one. Which is... I don't think there were. You would I think f- Mel would like be talking to a journalist or an angry parent and like hanging like, your kids are fine, go back to bed. But they're always there. It was like the cop or the reporter, like yeah. they were always there that he talked to them. Yeah. 
Real missed opportunity. I know. I Mel. I I watched it, but it's like I know Mel slammed a phone down, but he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. But we've created this rich world of Mel in our minds. He, he I don't think he ever has ended a phone call normally. <laughs> <laughs> no, possible. He just walks away. <laughs> Zero. Zero. Yeah, Tough but fair. Zero. Zero. That's a bummer. It is a bummer. Mm-hmm. But hold on, maybe it can make up some points in titular theme song. Zero I mean, to one hundred. There, the song over the credits is a is Angela. It's a, it's a tribute to Angela. You're just they say yeah. Angie in the end credit song. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's not the titular theme song. The opening is mostly just like like strident chords played over and over again. Well, kids are like bunk fifteen. <laughs> you guys smell bad, Meh. right? But I do think that is like some like this is a scale zero to a hundred. Mm-hmm. I don't think you could say it's a zero because there is a song at the end that says the a character's name in the movie. Yeah, that's true. That's something. Give it a fifty. Fifty. I will give it a thirty-five. Thirty-five. Um, I think I'll give it a fifty. If oops, okay. yes, You're, they're halfway there. <laughs> okay, they're halfway there. All right, it's better than nothing. Next category, entrances with pizzazz. Oh, man. Wow. There's a bunch. I mean, there's... Just Meg appearing Meg. and spelling her name. Yeah, Judy. <laughs> the way you meet Judy, she goes, no, no, Ricky. Like, she looks over her yeah. shoulder. Like, whatever. We get her character immediately. Aunt Martha. Mm-hmm. Aunt Martha. Coming down those stairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the way you meet the, the creepy cook is great. Yeah. And then, you know, just things like the pitcher for the game just appearing, <laughs> screaming on the field. Like... There's, I'm going to give it a 80. 80. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm also going to go 80. They do a good job with these characters. Uh, I'll give it a 70. Okay. I got to use a little more camera movement. What about when he walks? Oh, I guess he. What? Entrances does I mean into the movie or into a room because that cowboy hat. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Fine, seventy-five. Okay, five points for that hat. <laughs> that isn't. I, will, I guess it's not. It's undefined entrances with pizzazz. Any entrance. It's how you I choose guess. to interpret it. All right, here we go. You could make up a lot of points right here. Non-traditional murder weapons. Oh, oh yeah. my god. One hundred. Can, can we? Can we call them out? Them. Yeah, Please. So, we boiling insist. vat of water uh, with corn. With the corn. highest yeah. a four foot tall. Yeah. Is that a real pot that <laughs> know, exists? It's insane. It's a stock pot, unlike I've, one I've ever seen before. But I mean, it must. They didn't manufacture it for the movie. <laughs> it just seems so inefficient. Like it would so take it makes hours no for sense. that to boil. Yeah. Especially to put it on top. Like if you're if you're to put it on top of an oven made no sense because you have to get on a ladder to get into that pot. Yeah. Okay, so first it's that. There's second, that. upside down canoe. Up, up, upside down. Which well, is not as drowned. exciting. That's more the third place. Is, but that snake coming out of mouth. Like, that's, that's pretty good. great. Is but, that, that's not what killed him, though. I he know. Was so drowned. it doesn't count. That's not interesting. Beehive, very Beehive. interesting. very crazy. Um, who's next? Judy? Uh, curling iron in curling the vagina. Iron. Curling vagina. iron in the vagina. Pretty brutal. Uh, uh, stab through a shower. Man, yeah. I've seen Arrow it. through neck. Arrow through neck. That's. I would say that's pretty traditional, going back to the uh, birth of this country. <laughs> yeah, that's <Okay. it's> true. <laughs> Very traditional. It's the most traditional, traditional, I would say. Then she just randomly stabs a bunch of little kids. She right. hacks them. With she hacks them with a hatchet. And then she cuts. How off. does she? Do we find out how she beheads? What's his name? I assume with the axe. Yeah, she just that has the sense. axe. Yeah, and then off the head, head so off. So at the very least, you got beehive, a tall pot of boiling corn, <laughs> uh, curling iron. curling iron. Yeah, I'm for this. It's getting a hundred. Yeah, me. it's the best of all time. <laughs> I am also giving it a hundred. All right. I mean, I don't know how you top this. Da 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 da. Perfect score. Oh, there used to be. I just remembered. There used to be in very early internet, like ninety eight. Mm. There was an I hate Judy fan club, <gasps> and I'm a member of it. What? Why would you hate Judy? You, well, you had to give an original reason to hate Judy that someone else hadn't given, and I gave an original one. What was yours? That she wouldn't let the guy kiss wet. Oh, it's <laughs> a good she, reason to hate she Judy. Judy is so wet. Yeah, was she like dry kisses? <laughs> Judy is very particular. Uh-huh. What did you did you get anything in this family? No, I just got a- listed on the web page. Oh, nice. very cool. Yeah. <laughs> Next category: breath acting. What does that mean? <laughs> you tell me. Bring it up with Mono Agapian. Uh, it's like people <sighs> dramatic, and I'm. <sighs> Like uh, the acting is telling the story. I the will say is telling the story. I will give like for me, I'll give credit to the girl on the uh, the water skiing girl because oh, yeah. like it's her screaming was just relentless. It's screaming, breathing, yeah, or screaming. It's a lot screaming. of breath going on with screaming. There. And also the the I would say also the the 
counselor that finds the dead kids. Oh, yeah. They've been whole, hacked up. And oh, the, oh, oh yeah. no. Like, he does that. Mel gets very winded after beating a Bricky. Oh, it's yeah. True. Oh, I got him, Mel. I got him. <laughs> I, I got him, him go. Meg. Meg, I got him. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. He was bit. beating him like a, he was a gorilla. Oh, it's so yeah. good. Like, both arms, like, forearms mm. at the same. So uh, upsetting. God, he's really, he's holding that whole movie on his shoulders. Uh. <laughs> um, I'll give it a 60. 60. Uh, I'll give it a 40. Yeah. Oh, I'm you know John. I'm gonna give it a forty two. Okay. Next category: mannequins zero to a hundred. <laughs> are there any mannequins? And I don't think, think so. there are any mannequins. Zero. Zero. Tough. Um, are there any mannequins? I don't think so. Are we missing one? Need, like a dead body? You? I mean, like his head? I mean, that is not a mannequin. Well, it's that's a, a fake, fake head. head. Well, a mannequins are fake heads. I mean, are they're all every dead body is a fake. The one with bees on the face are all mannequins. But those aren't being presented as mannequins. <laughs> Who gave <laughs> you the category of mannequins? Betsy, Betsy Sadar. Sadar. Or a tourist <laughs> trap. Just a tourist trap. Uh, it's manne- all mannequins. It's a whole all lot right. of mannequins. Uh, just for the fake heads, I'll give it a three. That is not how fake heads work, but well, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, I'm giving it a zero. <laughs> Next category, and we're almost to yours mm-hmm. immediately after this one. Uh, <laughs> dramatic lighting. Oh, yeah, especially I'm thinking of Judy's uh, shadowed hands coming up. Yes, into his, his, and the final shot. Yeah, so eerie. Mm-hmm. There's some really good lighting, actually. All, all the all the deaths are lit pretty well. The flashbacks look pretty fun. Yeah. Yes, how they're, mm-hmm. they're just in like a black space. Yeah, yeah. it's like a uh, a. My name is Alex. That. Uh, <laughs> That uh, oh, the family ties co- episode, the family oh, yeah. Ties episode? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, which ripped off Sleepaway Camp, maybe, maybe, yeah. probably. All right, I'm gonna give it a uh, 85. 85. I will give it a 75. 75. Uh, I gotta give it a 65. I need more like color gels. I need something okay. on the walls. Um, but, but it's the end, dramatic. that end shot too, when the reveal happens, they do some fun stuff with lighting. Sure. All right. All right, Eva. Now's your time to add a category. What are we um, going to do? I was going to say, I was going to call this category bitches. <gasps> but I think I'm going to call it strident women. Strident Thank women. Thank you. Less loaded. Okay. All right. This will age better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who aren't afraid to ask for what they want. <laughs> yeah. Strident female characters. Is that the same as strident women? Well. Strident women. Strident women. Um, what are you going to give uh, Sleepaway Camp on Strident Women? Because uh, of the Judy and Judy Meg, and Meg, I'm giving it uh, a 90, 90%. Yeah, this is. The yeah, I also give it a 90. Also, the aunt. Mm-hmm. She's pretty goddamn strident. She go, knows yeah. what she wants. She wants a daughter. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have a daughter, goddammit. Mm-hmm. I'm a doctor. Damned. Uh yeah, I'm right. Th- I'm gonna give it. You know, I did. Uh, I think I have. I'm gonna do 95 because Judy is my favorite. Uh, strident woman in all of in all Slasher Dumb. Dumb. Wow. She, all, she just she makes out with Paul like she, for no reason just to hurt Angela. She's yeah. so strident. She's a real carpenter's dream. <laughs> That's good. Flat as a board and needs a screw. <laughs> I should be Judy. You should be Halloween. We're Halloween. No, just in up. life. Oh yeah, yeah. Get what you want. Okay, and then now we are into our bonus round. Ooh. Uh, these are more things we have to agree on. Yeah, these are more like black or white things, sort of. Mm-hmm. So the first one, straight actors playing gay roles, negative 5% each instance. Now on the commentary, the director says that one of the men who plays the father who dies in the mm-hmm. opening was a choreographer. Okay. <laughs> okay. So in the 80s, that's how you said someone was a homosexual. You know. So we might be okay? I think we might be okay. But that's one. What about the other? We don't know. But they're not famous. It's different when it's like Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. A known actor, a known... I would, I would warrant that m- many of the actors in this movie are gay. Okay. Because they were from the community center and they're the ones who opted <laughs> sure. to be in sleepaway camp but this is, with Robert. But this is about like, do any straight, straight actors. actors playing gay roles negative five. So you get penalized. So I don't think, so we're saying we don't think this movie should be penalized. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Okay. Next category. Oh boy. Positive portrayal of homosexuality plus 15%. 
There is, but it, I feel like it's a wash. Yeah, I would me say, too. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's negative, but I wouldn't say it's positive. Yeah, I don't I think feel so. Like, I don't feel like we can give it the bonus. Fair. To I, our trans allies. No. <laughs> we two old queens seize you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, finally... Negative 50% if this is the movie Cruising. This is not the movie Cruising, it so it does not, not get docked 50%. Have you guys 50%. done Cruising? No, we we're not. probably saving it for like episode 100 or something. <laughs> it's we not going to win. We can't find it. Like it's not. <laughs> it used you to be think? on, I think I, it used to be on like Amazon or Netflix. That's how I watched it. I can't, you, I've, when I search for it, I can't find it. Oh, it's rough. Okay, so out of a total 2,250 points, Sleepaway Camp has scored 1,140.67, giving it 50.70%, making it the fifth gayest movie of all time. Not as gay as Scream, but gayer than Berserk. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy that it's less gay than Scream. Um. Yeah. Well, I think Scream has more of the Scream has more hang-ups, more broken, broken glass, glass. Yeah, a lot yeah. of broken glass. They had a, a bigger those... budget. They could afford phones mm-hmm. and glass. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. Wow. Well, that's pretty good, though. Yeah. Five. Really good. It's the second in our horror. Our five old screams. Five cold screams. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Don't drag me. <laughs> um. Awesome. Well, that's where we are for that. John, we got any listener feedback? Uh, I don't have any new emails. Do right. we have any new uh, reviews or anything? I don't know. I we think don't there's know. old ones, but that's fine. <laughs> We've gone on long enough today. <laughs> Eva, is there anything you'd like to plug, promote, yes. root for? On the week that this comes out, um, I will have a play open in L.A., called The Recital. It's an immersive play uh, uh, that I wrote with Michael Cassidy from uh, Don't Stop or We'll Die. He also stars in it, along with some great actors like Alan McLeod, oh, John wow. Ross Bowie from Speechless, oh, and him. many more. Um, if you want to buy tickets, there's a few, there'll be a few shows this weekend. It's The tickets are at therecitalplay.com. And come check us out in L.A. Koreatown in an undisclosed location. Fun. I saw your last one, Amos, and it was incredible. So I can't wait to see this. Thanks, Mark. (laughs) Um, Well, if you want to reach out to us, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Old Queens. Or you can email us at at twooldqueens at gmail.com. And that's it. for. We'll see you next time for the conclusion of Five Cold Screams. On Two Old Queens. And until then, here we go. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Now it's time for credits. Produced by Alex Arche. Music by Danny Cohen. Art by Connie Shin. See you next Wednesday. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.